The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. We all remember the 2021 SPAC boom and then the bust a year later. Uh, but now they might be making a comeback with mortgage lender Better and EV maker VinFast both debuting this month. Our Deirdre Bosa takes a look at their return in today's Tech Check. Hey, D. Yeah, so maybe against the odds. SPACs, they are back, but they're also as volatile as ever. Better.com's 90% plus drop on its debut, followed a few days later by VinFast's head-scratching 200% surge on its listing. But the SPAC class of 2021, it has settled somewhat, albeit far from their peaks. And that is where some investors are seeing opportunity, like Imran Khan. As a banker, he led Alibaba's IPO and as chief strategy officer at Snap, he built up its ad business and helped bring it public. He is now running an investment firm, and he's looking at what he calls valuation arbitrage in that beaten down SPAC space. He's picked up shares in fintech Dave, Opendoor and Grab. That's a Southeast Asian ride sharing or super app. Dave, when it began trading on the Nasdaq after its SPAC merger, it had a market cap of about $3 billion. Today, its market cap is less than $100 million. It's a big drop. But Khan says that when he looked through the actual financials of the company, he saw one with a better profile than a Series A or an early-stage startup that's still private, but way cheaper in the public markets. The company has 2 million customers, uh, does around quarter billion dollar revenue, and the market cap is $85 million. When I look at the private market valuation and when I look at this public market valuation, I think we are finding great value in public market. So that's his arbitrage, and he said that he has found that as well in Open Door and Grab. So the value is there, though, in part because SPACs as an asset class have been such poor performers over the last few years. So as to how we got here, Khan says that many SPACs went public with unrealistic forecasts. The entire U.S. capital market is built on trust. And when you go public and provide some sort of guidance and you are significantly mm -hmm. far off from that guidance, you ruin your trust with investors. So I asked Khan if he would support SPAC listings for any of his private companies right now. And he didn't rule it out, but he said that he would treat it more like a traditional IPO, something he's very familiar with. So he wouldn't provide any forward guidance. And that's really the difference between the traditional IPO and the SPAC route. Um, guys, the reason, though, that we're seeing them now is because they're still getting money. I mean, look at Better.com. They got a big injection from SoftBank by going public. It may not have mattered that much that it did terrible on its debut. I do wonder, though, what the benefit is to a traditional IPO if they still have that sort of bad reputation and not doing, not doing as much diligence, for whether it's true or not. Well, a traditional IPO, it takes so much, right? And you have to actually provide, I think it's two years of financials. So some of the companies that want to go public, they don't have that. They can only really make forward mm. projections. And the whole promise to the retail investor, right, was let's get you into these companies earlier so you can have more upside. What happened instead was you had bad companies going public and making these unrealistic forecasts. If you just need an injection and infusion and you need it quicker, and that's what 
Imran Khan was saying is that maybe that is a good route. You get some good anchor investors. But the problem with the SPACs that we've seen over the last few years is that it, they were raising money and they were getting enthusiasm from retail investors with a, without a lot of fundamentals. Yeah, there's still going to be an audience, though, D, that argues, uh, look, SPACs allow a retail investor to get in on early growth stories because it's so difficult to get a piece of uh, traditional IPOs. Yeah, can you imagine how AI companies would do right now if they were going public via SPACs? I mean, a lot of them, there's so much money for them, for AI companies to raise in private markets that for them it's probably more appealing. But you're going to hear some of those complaints that we've heard is that the retail investor doesn't get to take part in that growth. By the time that they actually go public, much of their growth is going to be behind them. But on the other side of that, Carl... A lot of these companies are going to go bust. I mean, a lot of folks are talking about a bubble in the AI world. There's a lot of companies doing pretty much the exact same thing. So maybe it's better that's flushed out in the private markets with sophisticated investors. Yeah, yeah that would make SPACs even more risky if that ends up happening. SPACs may be making a comeback with the mortgage lender Better and electric vehicle maker VinFast, both debuting this month. But after most of the ones that debuted in the boom of 2021 cratered, some investors are asking why. And that's the focus of today's Tech Check with Deirdre Bosa. Let's start there. Why? Why are SPACs back? So a few things to note here. Now, as a listing vehicle, SPACs, they won't die, but they do remain as volatile as ever. Look at Better.com. It's 90% plus drop on its debut. And then you had VinFast 20% surge on its listing. Now, it doesn't make any more sense than it did a few years ago. Secondly, though, some of the SPACs that did come to market a few years ago, they may be getting a second life from some of the investors that see opportunity in the wreckage. Let me explain. I sat down with Imran Khan, who was lead banker on Alibaba's IPO, and he helped bring Snap Public as chief strategy officer. He's now running an investment firm, and he sees what he calls valuation arbitrage in the space. He's picked up shares in Dave, Opendoor, and Grab. Those were all SPACs from a few years ago during the rush. And Dave, when it began trading on the NASDAQ after its SPAC merger, it had a market cap of about $3 billion. Today, its market cap is less than $100 million. Khan says, though, that when he looked through its financials, he saw a company with better profile than a Series A or an early-stage startup, but way cheaper in the public markets. The company has 2 million customers, uh, does around quarter billion dollar revenue, and the market cap is $85 million. When I look at the private market valuation and when I look at this public market valuation, I think we are finding great value in public market. So that's his arbitrage. And he says that he's found that in Open Door and Grab. The value, though, is there in part, Tyler, because SPACs as an asset class have been such terrible performers over the last few years. They've been so beaten down that they look more like a Series A company than they do, you know, a mature company that went public. So let me let me just ask a couple of questions that one of which will be inflected with an extremely cutting and bitter uh, opinion. A SPAC is basically a quick way for an, a company to go public, right? Isn't that the whole point of a SPAC? The whole point of a SPAC is, yes, that's correct, to go quickly, but also for retail investors to be able to get more upside. I mean, that is the whole idea, is if they can go public earlier in their lifetimes, their best growth days are supposed to be ahead of them. So they don't actually have enough financial history to draw on, to present to investors, so they make financial projections. And a lot of them turned out not to be true. Now, what Imran Khan says, and he has a lot of experience with traditional IPOs, he says that they're not bad investment vehicles if you leave out 
those projections. If you use a SPAC to get funding and become public and then are able to be traded, he says then it's actually useful, right? Because there's these sponsors that can act as anchor investors. So that's why you see Better.com listing on but public it, markets because SoftBank has agreed to give them money by doing but, so. But it seems like all that upside, it turns around, they're getting smacked in the backside, the, 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 oh. uh, the, the retail yeah. investors, right? Well, I mean, a lot of the that, sponsors that this, took this advantage benefits, of that this yeah. benefits the financial engineers, benefits the financial engineers. Here we go again. And, and that the retail investor uh, gets the short end. I mean, with so many financial products, uh, the so-called smart money can take advantage. And that's Damn exactly right. what we saw. I mean, and it's kind of unbelievable. I know, you know, what's been making the round certainly here in San Francisco is Shamath Palahapatia's role in it, right? He brought a number of SPACs public that have done terrible, and he sold out of them shortly after selling them to retail investors. And rather than sort of just taking that win, he has been very vocal on Twitter or X and saying that, you know what, it's your fault. You should have got out when I got. So he's he's remained defiant. Yeah. And that upsets people. All right, Deidre, thanks very much. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.